Good everybody, what's up? It is Rebet. Uh, today we're chatting to Richard Conway from Pure SEO about all things search engine optimization, aka SEO, uh, why it's important and how it can lead to business growth. Uh, if you and uh, basically we're talking about SEO, search made simple, and just for quick context, uh, Richard uh, Conway, CEO and founder of Pure SEO, also the author of How to Get to the Top of Google Search, and is a columnist for NZ Magazine and M2 Magazine. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Nice to see you. So let's talk SEO. Uh, for people who don't know, in a super nutshell, 101, um, I run a small business. Uh, what is SEO, and why should I why should I care? Cool. Um, I've got an analogy I like to give to people about SEO. So imagine you're organising an event, pay for the room, pay for the catering and everything, and on the day of the event, set it up. It looks beautiful. Eight o'clock, guests are supposed to rock up. No one shows. Nine o'clock still no one shows, then it dawns on you, you've forgotten to send out the invites. Well, having a website without SEO is like having an event without invites. You know, the SEO is the invite to your website. And if you think about it, you put a new website up, it's not gonna all of a sudden rank because then the results will be changing and it would be a bad user experience. So SEO can be thought of as the invite for your website. And one of the things we've been talking about, you know, when it comes to demystifying digital and stuff is, the big fear gap when they don't know what these what words mean that can actually help small businesses and in the simplest form of like what technology can do to help when you talk to small businesses that are just sort of starting on their digital journey and especially when it comes to seo what are kind of some of the key things that you um like practically talk to them about with how they can either understand the landscape or how it can directly benefit their business specifically um, for actually engaging with SEO. How do you sort of educate on a 101 basis to the sort of benefits and how it can actually help the bottom line of businesses? So, I mean, again, you walk past a bus stop, people are on their phones. I gave a talk at the um, Auckland City Rotary Club and I said, everyone, put your hand up if you use Google in the last 24 hours to search for something. And this is a room full of people that are in their 70s, 80s and 90s. And every single person put their hand up. And that's quite a profound thing, really, even at that age. And, and you think about it, everybody is online. And when you're online, people need you at a moment. So you have a flat tire, they might search for a broken tire. You wanna know how to do a certain exercise or you wanna know how to buy something, you go online. So you have to be there, they call it micro moments. It's about being there when your customer wants to be there at that moment. Does that make sense? The, no, it's, yeah, totally, I would not have, I genuinely would not have thought that a room full of RSA 70s, 80s, and 90s were rolling on search engines on online. I would not. I would not have picked it. Um, on a on a side note, have you when they do it, are they using audio as well to do the searching, or are they literally typing it in with their phones? They got a little thing. Is it de like what's the percentage of like desktop to mobile usage, and then audio to that as well? Because <laughs> I'm just wondering. No, no, no. Like, I think they'd be, they be rocking the hands, you know. Um, when you talk to uh, s small businesses that are that are starting out on this sort of journey, um, like how how do you think they start to approach an SEO strategy for um, search engine optimization for them, their business, their products and service? Like how do you kind of how do you frame up a strategy in a in its simplest form for those when they're kind of just starting out? They understand what it is. They know they want to you know get the invites out online. They know they want to have eyeballs there on those these sort of micro moments. Yep. How do you talk through? a bit of a starter strategy when it comes to um, uh, search online? Cool. 
So the really important thing to remember is that it's just good marketing. Like there's lots of acronyms and terminology that makes it sound complicated. But when you boil everything down, it's, it's just good marketing. So first thing they need to do is find out what keywords their customers are searching for. And they can do that various ways. One of the ways is using the Google Keyword Planner, which is within Google AdWords. And that will tell you um, the search volume, how many people are searching that for a monthly basis and how competitive that is. Then once you've found the keywords, it's about putting the content in the right places on the website and then also um, ensuring that the content provides value. Uh, we've, we've gone away from just putting content to try and capture people. Google, the reason that people come back and use that, the main search engine, is that it does what it says on the tin. You do a search, you get the right result, and so you keep coming back. So all Google cares about is that your website is going to deliver what somebody is looking for. And so do that keyword research, write the content around that keyword, and make sure that the content is well-written, um, grammar's good, um, and that it communicates value. Mm. Now, the competition for the algorithms, for those you know that, that don't know, essentially, you know, um, the, the more hits and engagement and stuff that your site gets, gets you better sort of rankings on these sort of pages and stuff. How do you sort of describe the page ranking system with how the algorithm of um, Google and other different search engines that are online use to be able to try and rank and filter what is the, the the most important? Because obviously at the end of the day, if you're searching for something and you not find what you want, you're probably not going to use that again. How does the process of the algorithm in a, in a basic standpoint kind of work when it comes to search engine optimization for, for small businesses or searching for anything on any one of the uh, search platforms? Cool. So in my experience, um, the first thing you do is the keyword research. Then you optimize the site. So you put the words in the right places. You make sure the content is good. And that's probably about 25, 30% of what affects that ranking. Then you've got other things like something called a link. So a link from a third party site pointed to yours could be seen of like a vote for your site. And the more of these votes you get over time, the more valuable Google perceives your site. And so the more authoritative and the higher it ranks it up. So for example, say um, I wrote a column for BNZ and they put it on their website and they had a link to pureseo.com. That would be like BNZ voting for pureseo.com. And BNZ is obviously a big um, organization, so that's a high quality vote. But then there's things like Yellow, you can put a listing, Finder, Neighborly, so all these other things. But the best way to get these links is do amazing content that people want to organically link to because they think there's loads of value to it. So you do the basics on the site, you tell Google what it's about, you make it easy for Google to understand, and then these links pointed to the site tell Google that these this site's authoritative, and that's why it starts to rank it higher. Nothing really com more complicated than that. Mm. The It's a great sort of analogy around the, the voting sort of system, because one of the um, key things with different businesses, they, they don't maybe even think about, you know, other either local businesses that they could all sort of connect to that, that all make sense, whether it be, I guess, Facebook pages, their own websites, their own, um, you know, different rankings on Neighborly or whatever else you were saying too. If you're in these sort of local markets, markets what's the best way sort of approach i guess trying to work with others to get links and voting for others is it kind of like hey we support you here like how does it work and if you're you know just starting out you're wanting to get i guess more votes from the business local ecosystem they're trying to to come to you what's a, a some easy ways that they can think about getting smarter links i guess going on with with their sm small local businesses Cool. So if they speak to any suppliers they've got or distributors and things like that, they can ask for a link. Um, 
they can ask third parties to write content for their blog. And often if it's a business that writes it, they'll want to link back to that content. Or they can, they can do lots of things. They can create interactive infographic. They can create a white paper or something like that. Because they really need to position themselves as experts, like they probably are, within their field. And so everything is accretive. The more stuff you do all over the internet, the more authority you're going to have, the more people are going to want to link to you, the more you're going to be perceived as an expert. Um, and so, like you said, I, I write for a number of magazines, um, and all that stuff helps to promote Pure SEO as a business, albeit it's about me, because it links back to Pure SEO. It talks about me. I do things on LinkedIn, much like yourself, and it gets quite big engagement. And often that will link back to our site and it will bring people to our site. And so it starts to build up the brand. So SEO and Google Ads or SEM can never really be looked at in isolation. They're part of a holistic marketing strategy. And if you do all mm. these other things, they're going to benefit everything. Mm. And I think probably as well, when I'm imagining if you know, you're know you a small business and you've got, you're starting to create some content on F Facebook online about your business, your products and your services and some either customer reviews or whatever, is there a, a way that you're kind of thinking about Richard almost, you know, running it in parallel alongside it to see, you know, what links can go where to help with that content, what content that you create does go externally and to think about, you know, what sort of these seeds and links you can plant out because I'm imagining not many businesses probably even think of that to be able to actually do, to sync up, you know, a bit of strategy behind where those links go to be able to get their message further and further. No, they don't. And also they don't think about the content strategy. Everything seems to generally be ad hoc. But if you think, if you go mm. back, we did the keyword research at the beginning. If keywords come out of that, they've got lots of search volume, they're relevant to your business, but you haven't actually got a page on your website, that's what you build out your content strategy for. So there's lots of valuable terms that are really relevant and you've got no pages. So over time, you can plan a 12-month content strategy based on that keyword research at the beginning. And that's what your customers are looking for. But in, in my opinion, that, and I built my business from just coming to New Zealand being just me. We're now nearly 80 people across three countries. And I did that, you know, just using these small steps, the asking someone for a link, sponsoring something. You know, we sponsor a few charities, you get links. Another way um, we've got links is we've actually given um, money to um, sponsor university students. So you, um, you do an essay writing competition and you give $1,000 as the prize for the, for the winner. And then um, you get a link from a university, which is high value link. We wrote the SEO course for Unitech. So we've got a link from there. We've written, you know, we teach for University of Auckland, for Marketing Association. And all these things, you know, you get links. So the more kind of stuff you do, especially the more stuff you do for other people, they're going to be more inclined to link back to you. Hmm. And so think about it as a mutually beneficial thing. You know, what can I do for you that might give that this link back? And you'll, you'll find that if you're doing things all the time, speaking at events, getting yourself out there, more and more stuff will just happen organically. And like I said, it's accretive. SEO takes time to have an effect. You're not going to jump up the rankings immediately. It might take a year. It might take two years. Once you're up there, it's really hard to displace you because you've got all this intrinsic value from all these little things you've been doing over time. Yeah, like a big tree of breadcrumbs going all over the show, sort of planting that and building it up organically. And I think it's probably that's a, a part that in digital, for I guess how instant these micro moments are, the actual true value of the output to help your business kind of does take 
a little bit of time. It's brand building. It's 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 um, having patience to be able to do the thing over and over and over again the, the right the, the right way, which which not many people um, usually have the um, commitment to sort of see through because they want things now and all that. And it's kind of da- dangerous thing to sort of balance up. But what I was going to ask, Rich, is when they're starting out and they you know you're talking about these courses and st- and stuff that are coming out. When you're sort of just learning, you're trying to think about smart, easy ways to learn about this, to dig a little bit deeper and before we obviously potentially either engage with others to, ha- to help you with it. What are some smart, easy ways for people to potentially learn about SEO and kind of search made simple for small businesses in New Zealand that are looking to grow? So there's lots of SEO blogs. There's a blog on our own website and there's lots of information out there. Um, as I said, I wrote the book for Penguin Random House, How to Get to the Top of Google Search which is built for small businesses, sort of layman's, very easy to understand. Um, but ultimately, it's about getting out there. And a really good um, tactic that um, I forgot about earlier, but is, is really valuable, is what we call barnacle SEO. So you're attaching yourself to a big organization. So this, this could be an example. So doing a talk for BNZ, um, this is a massive organization and we're, you know, we're a minnow in comparison, yet we're attaching our brand to it. We'll get a link from it. We'll get the distribution from it. So who can you think in your ecosystem is that whale that you can attach yourself and maybe get a little bit of value from? You know, think of the barnacle mm. stuck to the side of the whale, getting their food, getting their value uh, by virtue of doing that. Yeah, and it's uh, smart with a bit of strategy. And the reality is for those bigger whales, you're adding value to that ecosystem as well. They are wanting, they've got, you know, people that need to know the stuff, the better, the more they know, the better they can do in business and the better sort of everyone does around it. So the next segue of obviously potentially learning to do yourself is working with others. If um, you're a small business in New Zealand and you're thinking about, okay, it's time I need to engage with someone to either do it for me, obviously have either crew that can potentially might have uh, someone that might know a little bit about the tech stuff that they potentially don't, or they want to engage with others. What are some some of the tips that you'd look for before engaging with someone to potentially help you out with 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 the SEO game for for small businesses? Like, what are some tips and tricks when it comes to sort of filtering down when you don't know much about the space, but you want to try and trust someone? How do you know what questions to ask or where to go and what to look for with um, those you can sort of trust in the space to help you with SEO? Cool. Well, the first thing's obvious. You just type SEO in Google or SEO Auckland or SEO in your location, and whoever's in the top three are probably worth speaking to. There's some red flags. If someone offers guaranteed rankings, um, it's a massive red flag. Google um, themselves come out and say that's not a good thing. But ultimately, they generally have, in my experience, all these terms and conditions around it, which um, yeah, if it sounds too good to be true, it's going to be too good to be true. Um, so you really want to look for a company that you think um, their presence engages with you as a business. You think the culture and the brand is similar to your business and you're going to work well well with them. Because in my view, people work with people. Now, it doesn't matter about who the company is. You've got to have trust and you've got to have um, the belief that they're going to be able to help you. So do the search, see who actually ranks, because if they don't rank, they don't know what they're doing. If they rank, then speak to them. See if you connect with them. And, you know, it's um, but yeah, you've got to type SEO or SEO Auckland or something into Google. And if they're on page two, well, yeah, they're not going to be good at SEO because they're not on page one. Well, it's 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 like um, you know, the digital marketers that have the number one blueprint to how to gain a million followers, but or something, and they've got like 
20 followers themselves and you're sort of like, well, if you were that good, wouldn't you sell all yourself or wouldn't you have better? It's a, And maybe uh, to your point, Richard, maybe look at the barnacle effect of like whereabouts, where else are they playing in the ecosystem? Do they have blogs on different websites? Do they have content that's going in different outlets? Do they have, you know, I guess personal brands or people within it who are adding value? There's a lot of, I guess there's a lot of tips um, and things you could potentially look for um, when you think about, you know, the seeds in the tree of all, all these sort of value. Um, I, I was going to, so say you you engage with one of these businesses, whether it be yourself or others that are in the space helping with different search engine uh, optimization. In its simplest form, they're paying for a service. How how do they feel good? What's a win for them? Like what does success you feel should look like for some of these small businesses when they're just starting out? Because obviously it changes when you get, you know, 100, 10,000, 100,000 customers, whatever it may be. But at its starting point, how do you think these small business owners should try and define or, or, or um, define success? So there's two sides. So one is uh, SEM, which is things like paid advertising. So Google AdWords or Google Ads, as they now call it. You can be on page one within 24 hours for any term. Now, you should realistically be getting a three to one minimum return on your money. Um, it might not happen immediately because sometimes um, it needs to do some machine learning, but you, know, you really should be getting sort of three to one. If you've got a product, there's Google Shopping, which is which generally gives a really good return. Um, and that's the immediate thing. Um, same with social. Um, and you can say dollars in, dollars out. SEO is harder to define in the early stages. So what you're looking for is you're looking for um, the keywords that your customers are searching for. Um, and you're looking at making sure you start to rank for them and you're part of that consideration um, cycle. Now, with my own business, with Pure SEO, um, I know 80% of my leads come through SEO. However, I know if I shove someone down a conversion path and we're generally B2B, um, we might convert more people, but they stay with us a real short time because they haven't interacted with the brand and they don't ask. So I hate pushing people through a conversion funnel. I would rather someone comes they interact with the brand seven or eight times and then they contact us because I know we measure everything. Mm. And that's an important thing to do, measure everything. Um, mm. And I know so someone comes to us uh, being through a squeeze page, they might stay with us for 12, 13 months. Someone interacts with the brand multiple times before they contact us, they're going to be more than 24, 25 months as a client. And so it's kind of a no-brainer to allow them to come rather than push them through that funnel. But the other thing um, mm. is make sure tracking is installed properly. Google Analytics, free. Um, Search Console, which is also free. They're two Google things. Got to have them. Google Tag Manager, again, free. Your web developer should set that up. And then you can measure where people are coming from, where they're dropping off, what's converting, what source is converting, and you can actually make data-led decisions on your marketing. And it's mm. as easy as getting someone to create the data studio dashboard. So you can just see, rather than having to log into all the analytics, you can see the salient points on a single page or a multiple page dashboard. And then you can really see what's working. Look, you know, if we spent 10 grand a month on um, Google Ads and it's returning us you know, half a million all day, every day, we're just gonna open our budget. One thing that amazes me, right, is you clients can set a budget and it's, say, giving them three to one and they spend $1,000 a month, you say, look, let's increase the budget, you're getting three to one. They say, oh no, I've only budgeted 1,000 a month. Yeah, if you go with them and they say, every dollar you give me, I'll give you $3 back, how many dollars would they give you? They keep giving you dollars. 
and it's a psychological thing that you know, this is what we've allocated. We have an open budget on Google AdWords because we measure everything and we know what keywords convert. So if you're getting good results, don't be scared to open your budgets. If you're getting three to one, five to one, 10 to one, and it's really profitable for you, push it. See how far you can go and get that profitable because it will grow your business. Don't be afraid mm. to spend if it's giving you the return. It's a great way to put it. And then finally, before we go, one last little um, technical question. What does white hat SEO mean? So white hat is basically doing SEO the right way. So you know I said people at guarantee rankings and things like that. They often um, try and take shortcuts, and that's known as black hat SEO. And if you take shortcuts, the uh, ramifications could be enormous. You can get penalties on your website. They can lose their ranking. The big, like the... The clear thing, right, is if it looks like spam, it probably is. If it feels too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, simple as. Yeah, it is. Uh, because everything in digital as well is there's a lot of people doing good and there are a few that are doing bad. The ramifications is a good way to put it because the last thing you want is you put all this effort into your, your website and everything's rolling and then... Uh, you get almost blackboard out of the entire sort of ecosystem because you tried to cut some nook corners. And what I, my advice would say as well, in my opinion, would be, you know, you take the shortcuts, get prepared for a very long and painful sort of way out of it because, uh, you know, there are many people a lot smarter than our, ourselves which um, figure out how these things can try and keep a fair playing field for everyone that's else. Which I, is, that's uh, all they do every day, these super geniuses, you know. Let's find people gaming the system. So don't game the system. It'll take a bit longer but it will be sustainable. You know, it's not, not massively complicated. It's like trying to figure out how to lose those extra 20 pounds after Christmas. It's like, you can only get the shortcut. It's going to be painful. Get to the gym, do it the right way, and then it'll hopefully get through. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, job done. Uh, I really appreciate your time. If people want to check out more of like some of your info, your blogs, where can they go to? What can they do? Yeah, go to pureseo.com. We've got a blog. It's updated all the time. You can follow me on LinkedIn, Richard Conway. I'm always posting stuff, mainly entrepreneurship. I do columns for M2, M2 Woman, New Zealand Business. Um, yeah, enjoy that stuff. Mega. Um, appreciate it. Uh, uh, for more information on Pure SEO or how BNZ can support your small business, we'll put a few links in the comment section below. Boom. I read that perfectly. Great outro. Thanks for that. Awesome. Appreciate it, Richard. Enjoy the day, brother. And I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Take it easy. Yeah. Ciao, brother.